Hey guys, what is up? This is David from Common RDW here, and welcome to another episode of the Binge Blast Podcast, the show where we talk about what we've been playing and watching and doing and stuff for the last however amount of time. I don't really know the time frame of which a binge is valid, but all binges are valid here. Yes, 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 yes. I'm here with my awesome guest for the panel this week, this episode. I have Sean, guest of the show, show you can pizza from the Geek Mountain. Hello, yes, hello. Sir. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the <laughs> The feed, the feed from Geeky Mountain. But yeah, feed from Geek Mountain. Close. Yes, give yourself a quick shameless plug, really quick. Yes, yes, yes. I am. Yes, yeah, I like uh, feet. I do like feet. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh my God. Anyway, it's so quiet. He might hurt me. I'm sorry. <laughs> it was a bad oh joke. Carry on. I'll shut up. <laughs> All right, so while while uh, Jeremy over there is uh, muted, um, hi, I am <laughs> I am the host of the Feed from Geek Mountain podcast. I'm Sharik and Pizza. Uh, currently, mostly one half, kind of, but we do mostly anime and video game reviews, analysis, and we go in depth about animes and video games as two black nerds, while also trying to give a voice to minority and disadvantaged groups in America. Uh, we're really cool. You guys should check us out. And I also stream on Twitch at Shuriken Pizza. Yo. Yes, sir. Uh, and then also we have Jerome, Team RDW, here in the call as well. Hey, what's up? What's up? What's up? It's me over here ripping Grandma Granny's chocolate chocolate Wonka Bokers. Now, what even bigger chunks of chocolate chunks? I'm kidding. It's me, Jerome. Uh, that nerd with a depression disorder and an inability not to make bad jokes whenever I can. Hell yeah, um, dude. Yeah, I'm, I'm just here to know. You know, talk about stuff I've been doing for the last month, two months. How long? When's the last time I was on a podcast? I don't know, dude. But now you have <laughs> Tuesdays off, and we you can be on the podcast live. Yes. Yeah, it's it's great. I'm excited, dude. I can't wait to shoot the shit with my buddies. Yeah, uh, it's great to have you guys on the show today. Like I said, this is the first episode in a long while, so panel small. And we're just going to be chilling and talking for however long it takes us to do this. And uh, I actually, quick update on uh, my stuff in terms of like the brand and things. Uh, I was having technical issues for the last like month and a half to two months. So I couldn't properly do these episodes like I've been wanting to. Uh, Like my computer would crash. Uh, It was mainly my GPU. So my computer would actually just glitch out and crash. And I couldn't record podcasts and I was like stressed out to do content because I didn't want my shit to break. But now I dropped the 200 plus dollars to get a new GPU at Jerome and everyone else's recommendations. And now we are finally uh, fixed and we can keep making content again more consistently. Without delay. Without, Without delay. delay. Yeah. So now I can get to work and make make stuff as much as I want. With no issues. So that's cool. That's great for you guys because now you get these podcasts probably weekly again. Because we were doing weekly for at least, I think, 12 episodes straight back when the virus was really heavy. But yeah. Anyway, uh, let's get into the show. Uh, The podcast notes for this this week. Uh, We each have four things that we're going to be talking about. And I will actually kick things off this week. I have been playing... A game that a lot of people have actually been catching the wave on recently. 
Uh, it's called Genshin Impact. And uh, yeah, this game is resonating heavy with a lot of streamers. A lot of people have been playing it. It's ridiculous how heavy this game is like caught on. Uh, have you guys been playing it either or? Nope, not yet. I will be trying it starting tonight. Um, and I will have my impressions of it within a week. I'm probably going to delete it immediately because I'm not very fond of anything with gotcha mechanics in him. Mm -hmm. Um, I am, I have a weakness and I will spend money that I don't, I should not be spending. So, uh, we'll see how that goes. But so far I'm kind of scared. Yeah. The game is actually very clean. Um, it runs very smooth on my computer. It's basically like what everyone's been saying. It's quote unquote, uh, Breath of the Waifus, Gotcha of the Wild. It's a Breath of the Wild gotcha open the wild air world. game where you're just uh, pretty much playing as either a boy or a girl main protagonist and you're trying to find your other sibling that got taken by, I guess, a goddess that has dark magic and then you end up with a supporting role character and then you end up just uh, going through the world, fighting monsters, going through dungeons and at like level 16 you end up having the ability to play the game with friends and dungeon crawl together and fight raid bosses i guess um it takes a while to get to that point i haven't gotten there yet of course but uh i have a lot of friends who have but not a lot of people have enough opinions on the multiplayer aspect of things quite yet because it just came out i think fully on pc and playstation like last week um, but it's been in, like, open beta for a long time. So, it's interesting seeing how this game... This game is free-to-play, also, which is ridiculous. Like, the way this game feels and how much stuff there is, I thought this game would have been at least, like, a $60 base title, but it's a free-to-play open-world game. Probably one of the best open-world games I've ever played that is like this, that has gotcha mechanics. So, that's actually very impressive to me. Um... Yeah, we have a lot of people in our uh, in our circle that are streaming it, uh, playing it on their own time, and actively creating uh, groups that are gonna be teaming up later to do like late game raids or whatever. But yeah, what do what do you think about this game, Sean? I know you saw some people playing it already, like Nix from the uh, community and stuff. <laughs> yeah, it looks it looks really good. Not gonna lie. Um... Mm -hmm. I do like how optimized the game really is. Everything is very fluid, very smooth. Mm -hmm. I hope that the game uh, lasts a very long time. And hope hopefully it doesn't like run out of you know the trending zone. Yeah, and that people just keep playing it really. Because um, the characters in here look really good. Like Mihoyo does not slack on character designs in any way. They don't. The, all these characters look insanely Waifu good. The monsters are, yeah, really good. Waifu design is on point, like Jerome said. Um, that's that's for sure where they're going to get a lot of people. Like, I don't think I'm going to drop any money on this game for a while. Um, but who knows how but hard I'm going to get you. into it. They will they, get they you. Could, they could get me. Who knows? They could get me. They will get you. Yeah. But, yeah, that's the wave right now. A lot of people are riding it. I'm... I don't know if I can really stream this game, mainly because it's like when it comes to games like this, especially games with like gotcha mechanics and stuff like this, when you're first getting into them, there's so much stuff you need to learn up front that it's like I don't even want to play it. Ca like I can't play it in front of people because I'm still trying to get a hold of like the world, where everything is, all these menus I got to go to, who I got to go to to level up my gear. 
um, the things I need to level up myself and my gear and min-max myself. So, yeah. Maybe, like, once I'm higher level and I'm more used to the game, I'll probably be comfortable streaming it. But right now, I'm just playing it off and on on my free time. Speaking yeah, that's fair. I need fair. to get my daily login for the day. I feel like that's, re- feel like that's reasonable. Yeah. But Wait until competitive hits, though. That's going to be is, great. Is, 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 would this game even get competitive? I know like there's some gotcha games that have competitive like PvP elements. I mean, like, I know if they Dragalia follow the same... Has it. Oh, yeah, they, if they follow the same path as uh, their previous game, Honkai Impact, it'll be competitive in a sense where like you may play by yourself, but you'll be playing against other people doing mm-hmm. like boss run challenges, speed runs, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and whoever's like the top on the leaderboards gets like you know super cool weapons for that week. Oh, okay. You know stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, is it like are they like temporary rewards or like the rewards are like permanent to your account? Oh no, they're, they're like permanent. Like they'll they might like reward you with like you know the in game like the real life money currency stuff like that. So yeah, that's that's how it's gonna be competitive if they implement it, which they definitely will. Yeah. Well, we'll cross that road. When we get to it, I'm enjoying it. I know Connor from Team RDW, he's also playing it really heavy. And he's like a slut for JRPGs. So he is getting his fill with that game. And uh, we'll see if he ends up tossing any money into it. That'll be when I decide if uh, that game is really, really worth it at the time. But um, let's see. That's uh, Genshin Impact. Let's see. Uh, Jerome, Mm -hmm. talk to me about how you've been playing... A lot of Disgaea recently. All right, so I don't know what happened. I think it was literally just the launch of Disgaea 4 complete on PC. I just fell back in love with strategy RPGs, specifically the Disgaea series. So have you guys ever played Fire, uh, Fire Emblem? No. Never. No. Not a one. Okay. I so Soul Eater. You haven't played Nomad. Advanced Wars. No. Soul Nomad. I don't like RTS games. Eaters. But, like, have you ever, like, even, like, dabbled in them, played them, looked at them? I know what they like, are. Yeah. I, like, I've been aware of Disgaea for years. I just, it just, the gameplay never looked appealing to me. Well, the best, the best way to describe it is that Disgaea is a strategy game, but they give you a god complex, like, as soon as you hit, like, level 50. Like, imagine, like, if everybody from Dragon Ball Z was as strong as they are at the end of Dragon Ball Z after the second episode of Dragon Ball. Like, they were oh. just like, oh, I'm strong now. I'm strong now. Uh-huh. I mean, you, you're not lying, but like it, this guy is nuts with like the way it like balances his characters. I love it. So best example, um, the main character gets like a spirit bomb in Disgaea Two. That, I've been playing Disgaea Two and Disgaea Four. I just beat Disgaea Two. I might go back to it to like, you know, level up some characters. But I've just I kind of wanted to move on to the next game. Mm-hmm. Um, Disgaea Two. When I, got, when I hit level 50, I got something called Lion's Roar, where my character backflips 50 feet into the air and shoots a super beam so strong to the ground it explodes. And then, like, eventually, I punch you so hard you explode. It's just, like, it's just nothing but that all the time. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I just, I'm, I'm in love with, like, that kind of, like, game design. I just think that kind of shit is really fun and more games should do it. We're just, like, over-the-top stupidity. So you got really um, big yeah. into it because you got, like, a Humble Bundle or something with, like, three games Um No. So, like, they were actually all of them were on sale, right? Even including Disgaea 4 because they're old games. Like, Disgaea 4 is 10 years old. So, like, they're all old games. So, they just had a sale on all the games. And so, at launch, Disgaea 4 was only 30 bucks. And then, like, the other two games were like 20 bucks. I mean, not even 20 bucks, like five bucks each, I think. 
So like I just you know I don't know I just dove right in. Um, this guy of four so far has been an even better experience because a lot of the quality of life uh, stuff they add in the later uh, later on in the series is definitely there and it makes it like such a it's a rich experience because there's no better feeling than like leveling up a character and the best way to tell if you leveled up your character is if okay at first I was punching them now when I touch them if I look at them the wrong way they pop like a grape I like that I like that a lot let me let me get like ten times more of that isn't one of the so, main uh, yeah, that... of like this guy uh because there's always like the total damage thing on the and it hits like millions but I know like oh yeah no 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 you you can get to level nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine oh and then that, that number goes even higher like by the time you get to this guy at four that sh that level goes to like ninety nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine like the number gets stupid big because it's funny it's with the actually timing. hilarious. It's funny with the timing of you starting to play these games, like literally probably a week or two after that, uh, the Nintendo showcase happened, mm -hmm. and they said Disgaea 6 was coming, and on the screen they said, oh yeah, numbers are going to the billions now. So I was yeah, just we're, like, they, oh they, they're just like, they're doubling down, like, think power creep, but worse, like, and it's like the fun kind of power creep, where it's like, there's nobody else to fight, it's just like you being stupid strong, the mm -hmm. end, that's the whole game. Yeah. So like, what's the, uh, what is the main plot? of the disguise um the every single one is like disjointed because you're always playing a different protagonist but essentially you're always a demon who's supposed to be evil or in disguise two's case you're a human who's trying to fight demons um and you end up going from being a like i don't really give a fuck about everybody around me to saving the world uh, always okay. every time you're always saving the world so like you're an anti-hero against your will and it's fucking hilarious gotcha. because like they, they play it up for laughs in every game and it really works too, I think. All right, um, but yeah, the game always seemed really interesting to me. I was never like super appealed by it. I like how in the next game there's gonna for sure be uh, like three D models because there's always been like really yeah. good sprite work in every game up yep. to now. Yeah, the three D models look really good in uh, six. I love mm -hmm. the main character's design. He looks like a bratty kid, which I personally think that like all the best uh, protagonists in the series so far have been teenagers or kids because they're just like total assholes, and they're like, what? Like the world around them is like, you know, you're just a child, and then this child throws a meteor at them, and it's like, I love it, dude. Mm -hmm. Like in in no other game series will you be able to be like, yeah, I'm a child. And I can throw me yours. Gotcha. Like, like their child, like their toys. Dragon Ball GT. <laughs> Let's see. All right. So disguise. That doesn't count. It doesn't count. That's dope. Um. Okay. And Sean, you've been playing. There's been a whole wave recently of everyone playing uh, Among Us. They've, they're either playing Among Us or they're playing not among us but uh, you've been playing <laughs> not among us. You specifically are or not? not among us uh because you think that this game is better in every way uh unfortunate every way. spacemen which is uh i got to try it out a little bit last night it's, it's a first person uh version of that game that's in 3d and yeah t tell us a little bit about that game since you're since you seem yeah, to be an yeah. advocate for it I yeah, I'm almost level thirty. I'm almost at max level in the game. Oh, but wow. so yeah, so I've been playing it a, a, a shit ton. Uh yeah, so unfortunate spacemen, it's you know, basically three D first person shooter among us. Uh instead of like a voting mechanic or like any emergency meetings, 
you vote with your guns and your bullets inside, basically. So you basically, if you think someone's a monster, you just shoot them and them uh, yeah, hopefully that's the this <laughs> shit, man. This whole shit. Hey, bro, I think you're a monster. Fold them. Somebody just like, is he a monster? Fold them. Basically, and if they're not, they just die, and that's it. Yeah, and then hopefully, yeah, hopefully it's the monster, then it'll be the end of the game. If it's not, you're flagged as a murderer, and the monster can see you anywhere on the map. Uh, even, like, through, like, yeah, 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 yeah. So, even worse, uh, when you're labeled as a murderer, you have a health, uh, like, a max health decrease, and, yeah, every time you just keep killing the wrong person, you just keep. <laughs> losing health uh so it's so it makes it, the game is very complex uh way more than among us yeah in my opinion there's a lot because mainly because of the whole 3d aspect of it right you get the the first person aspect of it you're like walking through this world and you're not just a lonely uh crewmate right you mm-hmm. can actually do things um i'll bet like the tasks in the game stay the same they still have this uh element of freshness because you don't know where all the tasks are really at all times so it takes it can take a while to get through games and but sometimes if the monster is just unlucky games can last up to a minute really oh wow okay unlucky dude Um, yeah so yeah you're really unlucky um but it's because the monster has so many so many more mechanics as a spaceman right like among us what what can an imposter really do like he could vent literally just he could kill people until pretending yeah place, yeah but here like the monster can burrow the monster can disguise himself as any of the spacemen at any time you any can color? be blue oh ne- wow. then i didn't know that okay the next yeah then the next second he could be red and uh, the monster can like uh, transform and like midway through a, through a fight, right? And That's then cool. all of a sudden you'd be like, "Oh wait, who was it?" And everybody just be like, "Oh, I don't know." Like, and then they'll just go back to doing their thing. Um, and then on top of that, the monster and his disguise counterpart has two different health bars, so you have it like you have to kill one of them for him to actually die. So the monster can just. If he's like low on health as a monster, he can switch back to a spaceman and go back to just shooting people back on the offensive, right? Mm. Or and vice versa, right? <laughs> terrible. Yeah, there's a lot more depth. To I would be so toxic playing this game. What's it called again? Oh, 100 percent. Unfortunate spaceman. Uh, unfortunate it's free spaceman. too. Yeah, and it's what's free. It? I totally forgot. What's it called again? I'm sorry. Unfortunate I forgot spaceman. The unfortunate spaceman. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna look into this. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Yeah, and like the way so the way I play personally as a monster in this game, I'll just like my way is to like cause as much havoc as possible. As like, a monster? Make Yeah, as a monster, yeah. I will I want to make other people <laughs> I want to make other people fight each other. And so to do that, you just cause a lot of havoc, start blaming people, shoot people randomly, uh so keep you can, transforming like, shoot somebody, then run around the corner, turn into someone else. Yeah. Yeah, it's really funny. It's really funny. Like, I'll always have, like, maybe, like, three or four kills a game, but you'll see, like, other people have, like, five kills because they just. You said the game has, like, proximity chat, too. 
Yeah, so it, that's oh, that'd be toxic. Yeah, so that makes it like way different from Among Us because you can actually talk in the game, right? Um, as opposed to like if you talk in Among Us game, people start like, "Hey, why are you talking, bro? Bro, stop talking," you know. And you're giving out too much information. In this game, if you talk, you may not necessarily be the monster, but it kind of makes it more nuanced. Like you know, like the monster still do tasks. We need to play this as a group. <laughs> I it. it sounds like some shit I can get behind, dude. Like I can do this. Yeah, this, this, this sounds this is right up my alley, dude. Yeah, this one's like the Among Us for for real gamers. For yeah, real and gamers. I'm really excited for yeah for yeah. I say it's the Among Us for real gamers. That's what I would market it as. Basically, like if you it's if like you check a, out the Among Us in a party, but then like you play Among Us, you play Unfortunate Spaceman with the boys. That's what you. That's what with you the do. boys. Yeah. <laughs> Space with your boys. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! But if you check out their roadmap, they have so many cool shit like coming down the line that I'm really excited for. They're talking about like doing like a perk. There's perks in the game too, kind of like Modern Warfare Two style, Interesting. where like it makes you can have like builds for your character, for your spaceman, for your monster. Um, but they're talking about doing a perk rework of the whole system. Um, what else? They're talking about adding. Actually, adding in a voting mechanic in the game, I'm not sure how they're going to implement that. Yeah. Um, but I so think that'd you, be really interesting. So, do you think um, because of Among Us, more people have found this game through that? Or do you think if Among Us didn't take off, this game still could have found its legs? Or yeah, like I you think you still found this game. I think, yeah, I think if Among Us. And I think also, which weirdly had an uh, impact on this game's uh, release, which was in June, was uh, Fall Guys as well. That's why a lot. That's why this game went really, really under the radar. I actually mm-hmm. found out about this game from one of my UK homies who plays it a lot. And so is it like a Among Us walk so this game could run type deal? Yes. Yeah, I think yeah, and it's been in closed beta for a good minute. For a good minute. Like and then, yeah, and then they released it this year in June, and now everyone's you know obviously uh, if you check out the Steam charts, Among Us is in the two hundred thousands, whereas Unfortunate Spaceman barely hits uh, like four hundred average players per game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it seems fun though, especially since it's free. Like I feel like if the like just like with Among Us, if the right person plays this, this game could take off. Oh, most definitely. Like I'm pretty most sure everyone definitely. who's streaming uh Among Us all of, like most of those people would for sure get behind playing this game. Oh, definitely. Yeah. 100%. Like there's not only that, but there's also other game modes in the game as well. There's a story mode hmm. um where you fight like all these different creatures and there's also a survival mode too. Um and that's a great way to like if you I don't know, for some reason are just bad at shooters, you could like you don't have to necessarily be good at shooting to play this game, but if you are like coming to shooters for the first time, story story mode and survival mode might be something that you want to look at first to get your bearings into the game. Gotcha. Yeah, that's fair. But I mean, like even then, it's like having like the, the just like the complexity to it sounds really interesting. I think I could actually convince my friends who have not wanted to play Among Us. Yeah, you one hundred percent can get the boys to play this game. One hundred percent. And my friends are like, "Oh, we don't want to. We don't want to play the popular thing." It's like, okay, I mean, let's play the less popular one that less has like that actually lets you shoot somebody. Mechanics. 
Let me pop a cap in the back of my friend's head and have him curse a scr- curse up a storm. That'd be hilarious. Like literally, blame your friend and then just shoot him in the head and then deal with the consequences later. Yeah, that'll be a fun time for sure. Um, yeah, awesome. I need to play that game more, but there's so many games. Uh, so many see. games. <clears throat> Speaking of games. Uh, let's see what others. Let's yeah. Let's talk, speaking of free to play, I uh, a lot of people actually have been uh, diving back in to Rocket League, which is uh, very interesting because the game uh, recently went full on free to play, and this is actually helping the game's numbers because I didn't know that the game. Well, I haven't I haven't touched Rocket League in a long time, um, years, literally years, um. But it going free to play and being cross platform, even though it already was cross platform, um, it reignited lots of people playing it. Uh, it's under Epic Games on PC, and uh, they opened up their first major event with like a Llama Rama thing where the battle bus was an unlockable car, and you could get like a, a Fortnite Llama decal for the Octane car, which is like one of the most popular models of car in the game. Um, and then, yeah, pretty much every, everything else is damn near the same. Uh, if you haven't played in years, there's like a rocket pass now, which is basically just a battle pass for this game where, uh, you can pay a a base amount of money and then you can just get cosmetics and that'll just, uh, for goals or for your car or for everything else like that, that you've always been getting. But if you have played this game literally on any other platform, Epic Games has a really good, um, account merging system. So I merged all my accounts with my PlayStation 4, Switch accounts and stuff like that. And I got everything I've had on my account ever since I've been playing on my PC now. And then I can just boot up my Switch and I can have all that on there too. So yeah, yeah. that was a pretty cool, like as much as I don't like it going free to play, um, cause I, I kind of like the, like, you know, I feel like free to play opens up the market to smurfs and stuff and it makes it harder for new players mm. to play. So there's a danger of that becoming an issue later. Um hoping it doesn't, but like there's a danger of that. But after jumping I played it seriously for a little while. I had a friend who like wanted to help me get into the game for real. And we had a lot of fun together. So I can definitely see myself like taking the game like even semi serious again or just helping other friends get into it and Hopefully, like, you know, like, it won't be a newbie, pro- like, stomping problem, because that was... There are 100% are a lot of, like, if you're if you're just getting into the game, or, like, you're uh, jumping into ranked, and or even if you're playing custom matches. Like, I was playing uh, a couple of days ago with uh, with Sean and uh, Jerome and some other friends, and I even played um, on a stream with uh, one of uh, a YouTuber I follow, and they had a lot of people playing, and... If you're just playing casually, uh, there's a hundred percent a lot of new people in this game because you can ju- I can wipe other I can wipe teams when I'm not playing ranked, but um, I do need to get back on my game of like manipulating the car correctly in the air because of course like that's what separates the the good players from the veterans or like the the casual players from the veterans is being able to like boost into the air and control your car with precision like that so to do those trick shots. But the game is still really good. Like, playing Rocket League is like riding a bike. You don't forget. As soon as you get back into it, you're just playing how you used to. And I'm having a good time with it. The game looks beautiful on my computer compared to when I was playing it, I think, maybe on, like, what, my PlayStation 4 years ago, probably? 
And I had it on my Switch, but I never touched it. But I don't know. It's still a good uh, local multiplayer game. Amazing online multiplayer game. I've been getting some people to uh, read it, to download it so I could play with them as like another awesome free to play game to just play with other people. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. We gotta play more for sure. Yeah, the the skill ceiling is pretty high for this game. I know how um, high it is. Yeah, like you guys were touching on it a little bit, but like it's so it's so high. Like you could, it, like the, the precision that you need for the game to hit the ball where you want it could be just like you know the tiniest pixel of difference. It could be hitting off either the wheel of your car or, or the the headlight, and it'll go two totally different ways. So it's it's interesting how they made this game that like that's essentially glorified soccer. <laughs> Yeah, that has so much complexity in it, um, but exactly also what it's it is. very simple to play too. Yeah, if you look up uh, videos of like pro- uh, pros that are like in Rocket League esports giving tips on how to play this game, they just literally are just showing off drills of car manipulation with the boosts and stuff. Because they have like I, I looked up two videos on Rocket League uh, tips for beginners or just intermediate tips. And then I just started getting flooded with a whole bunch of Rocket League video recommendations. And I ha- saw like a video where it's like how to do a best, the best kickoff you can do, like in the beginning of rounds. And then um, other ones that are like boost goal drills and stuff like that. Like, of course, if you're going to play any game competitively, you got to just keep doing drills and practicing certain things. Like, that's how some people got really stupid good at Fortnite. They just kept practicing. Same thing with this game. You just got to do drills and practice your dribbles because i've seen some people that like you usually you think that um when you're playing the game you need to boost a lot usually pros they don't boost until they actually are going for a goal sometimes so mm -hmm. because their ball manipulation is like on point that is that is crazy i do like the look of the cars too yeah the the game just looks games visually stunning also the music the playlist in this oh, game. I know they should yeah. Spotify as godlike, dude. Spotify. That is yeah. such a fucking Spotify. move. It's literally just their Rocket League curated playlists that are on Spotify that they just have in the game that you can just listen to. So you rarely have to ever have other music over the game because the music's always good. But it mainly plays in the menus, so you're not even listening to it that often. But everything I've heard from, from it is a bop every time. So <laughs> anyway, Rocket League is great. You should redownload it if you haven't played it in a while. Still a fun time. My highly recommended for sure. Uh, let's see. Do you guys want to talk about the boys, or do you guys want to talk about uh, the Great Pretender? Have you watched the boys? boys? Either of you? No. No. Okay, so that'll just be me. Okay. Imagine <laughs> superheroes like Superman. Okay. That's Spider-Man, original. The Flash. Now imagine them if they were absolutely egregiously bad people just i mean the worst just like unmistakably academy oh way worse than that like i mean like Mm -hmm. i'm talking like why are you you should be in jail right now you should be in jail for like breathing i mean like the first episode has like (laughs) sexual misconduct slash like um implied rape so you know Oh, really bad shit, right? Now, oh. I'm not saying that like that's what makes it good, right? What makes it good is like the characters are so fucking interesting. Like all of them somehow are all interesting. That's a feat, I think. 
Yeah, I'm looking at this. Because I, I remember um, when I saw the first, when I saw trailers for the first season, like everyone was just like, what if Superman was just an asshole? And that was the show. But I guess it's con- like a Justice League of these these people, I guess. Yeah, they're called The Seven. Um, there's a black guy who's the Flash, his name is A-Train. He murders the main character's girlfriend in the first uh, episode. Um, let's see. Um, by accident, but, you know, I digress. Uh, some really fucked shit happens, dude. It's really fucked up. All right, spoilers, okay. <laughs> I mean, it's the first episode. That's enough to put you off and, like, don't watch it, I guess. I didn't spoil I know, like, the whole um, plot. Oh, freaking, man, I missed that. This is, like, probably one of the best shows or the best show that Amazon Prime Video has. The only reason I even <laughs> use it. I've had Amazon Prime Video. I've been Prime for three years, and I've never used video until now. You never now watched I get the, the tick? No. The tick? Nope, I what? should. But I wanted to. I just forgot. But yeah, this really is like good. the only thing that they have to sell people on for Prime Video <laughs> most of the time. Basically, yeah. yeah. So what makes this different from Umbrella Academy? Because um, um, oh, everything world here looks reaching, more world-reaching consequences, Nazis. Uh, I don't know. That's pretty much all I got. <laughs> That's pretty much. <laughs> Here, yeah, it right. looks a lot more gory. Yeah, enough, if what way said, more if, blood. Okay, I mean, there's okay. So the plot is way better, in my opinion, way better. Super more, super mm. interesting. Mm. And are we expecting what? It's on season two, season three right now. It's on season, season two, two. See, season two, and they're oh. drip feeding. They're drip feeding the second season instead of letting you uh, binge watch it because they're crazy people and I fucking hate them. Oh, so um, they're doing the uh, Disney Plus Mandalorian yeah. bullshit. Yeah, and I hate oh, it. It's like so it costs episodes. money to watch it. No, it, no, you, you can subscribe, no, but it's like just they're not. Episodes. Oh, they're just, oh yeah, weekly. They're not really... Yeah, you yeah, can't just binge the whole stupid. series. Oh, yeah, I just, wow. I really... Yeah, yeah. Interesting. So that's, that's why people have been talking about it for so long because it's just weekly up weekly because it's been out. Gotcha. Yeah, okay. for a while. Interesting, interesting, interesting. But um, yeah, I already know I like the show. I just need to. How long are the episodes? Are they forty minutes, fifty? Um, about uh fifty minutes to an hour. Gotcha. Mm, okay. Yeah, it's super worth it. Like, if Netflix either one of you wants to watch it, I will gladly watch it with you. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Although I really, I'm caught up already, so like I'm trying not to spoil it for anybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but I, yeah, I already know I'd like it. I just need to actually sit down and watch it. Aisha has Prime, so I could just fucking steal her Prime video and watch it well, my, um, on her own uh. account, on her account. Uh, but yeah. Looks good. There's not too much you can say about it like that. Yeah, without spoiling, spoil I have to. I have to literally just like say, watch the watch it. Just watch yeah, it. yeah. I'll take your word for it. It's a must watch. It's a must watch if it's you like it's it's stuff. Fucking yeah. lootly a must watch. I rarely say must watch about stuff because like I'm super like. I understand that people have different tastes than me, and like I try not to like encroach. Seems on like that everyone much, who's but, watched like, it has liked it. Yeah, like yeah. I, I feel like how I feel about this show is how people felt about Game of Thrones. I'll, except I don't think they could fuck it up because the formula is like too it's too big to fuck up. Mm-hmm. You literally just have to like give us the craziest ending possible. Not one that makes sense because nothing makes sense in this world. In this world, everybody is a fucked up human being. The end. That's everybody. Everybody sucks. <laughs> That's like that plot of the show is like everyone sucks, including superheroes. The end. That is the plot. Speaking of shows that are good. Ooh, got it. Uh, we're going to talk about. The Great Pretender on Netflix, which is an anime yes. that I want to watch, uh, and I think I yes. think you would like it too, Jerome, for sure, since yeah. you like Lupin and stuff like that. 
if you if you guys love if you guys want to talk about must watches, there's nothing else. If you don't watch any other anime this year, if you don't watch anything this year in terms of anime, you guys have to watch Great Pretender. And it's I have to I have to tell you guys that it's it's no like you know big shonen like action powers and uh, explosions or anything like that, but it's just a simple story of a boy who is a <laughs> who is a con artist basically and ends up getting swindled into another con artist uh, operation, but on like a international scale. Um, to say the least. If you like heist, mo- if you like movies with heist plot lines and stuff like that. Oh yeah, this is some real big brain heist like stuff. Like yeah, it looks way amazing, beyond man. the scale of like anything in GTA Five. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> it's pretty. It's really big brain. Kind of yeah. It's kind of like Lupin the Third uh, type of style of um like narrative where there's this whole plot that's happening and, but it's really the retelling of the plot. How did the whole heist come down to this level, how they retell it. And you'll see the signs and all the hints they drop, but it's the way it's retold on top of the narrative, which in itself is amazing. All the characters are so vibrant. The animation style is so lively, so fresh. It definitely is this definitely screams a 2020 anime? When so you think for, of 2020 anime, so I want to be like, wow! You are, give, you are giving me like demo reel. I'm demo reel. Like in terms of like <laughs> I, easy I like access, I'm, I know like this is really easy to watch because it's on Netflix. But you, but apparently there's more episodes out now, but you can't watch yeah. them on Netflix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the first 14 episodes covers um, more of like a novella style of the series um and it's out right now on netflix uh everywhere i i guess uh but most importantly in america um but in netflix japan they just released the last 14 episodes so now the whole or last 13 episodes so now the whole series is out in the world uh for in japan rather so it's it's so it's so good. I was not expecting, and the, of course, if you guys haven't heard, you know the Great Pretender is a a song from what like Queen, <laughs> and so the ending theme is actually you know the Great Pretender song. Oh, okay, cool. That's a good touch. This <laughs> is really this mm-hmm. is a really good pull. It's a really good pull. I mean, they I mean they're con artists, right? So they have to pretend to be. Uh, someone considering and, that, um, Luther, but not Luther only Luther that, movie is like in theaters now, and it's like easier to watch or going to be easier to yeah. watch for people. Like this is a good time to for sure check this one out if you want to match those vibes. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent, and you just you can't beat like oh, you just can't beat like a first episode like this of any anime uh, so far this year. Yeah, it's. The way they introduce all the characters and how different each of the characters are, right? It's MIQ like for sure. This is big IQ and it's like it's super funny, super funny. Um, so, hundred percent, definitely check out Great Pretender. I highly recommend it for anybody. Speaking um, of animes that are exclusive to Netflix, I watched Dragon's Ooh. Dogma recently. 
And, oh yeah, uh, I've heard I've heard bad things. I've really? I've heard mixed reviews. Uh, me personally, being someone who uh, never really got into Dragon's Dogma, or rather never really played Dragon's Dogma when it was out uh, originally on like Xbox 360 or PS3, and then when it got its updated version, Dragon's uh, Dogma: Dark Arisen on like PS4, Xbox One. Um, I always knew the base plot of the game, which was you're living in your little seaside town and then a dragon comes down kills everyone lets you live steals your heart and says come find me and kill me pussy and then leaves <laughs> and that's basically like, the like, base plot. Heart out of your chest, kills all everyone you know and love and says okay come find me bitch and he's literally that's what happens you won't um, like come find me you won't bitch i don't know if the anime is a straight up tldr of every major plot point of the game um, but the way it ended, I'm just like, well, shit, that might be how the game ends, but whatever. Uh, but I'd say it was, it's like a quick seven episode series. Each episode is only like 20 something minutes long. So you can for sure zoom through it in an afternoon. I did that and I didn't, I wouldn't say I wasted my time with it. I enjoyed it. The art style is kind of like that 3d cell shaded, uh, type of art style that, I think there's other shows on Netflix that have this art style too, but I can't place which one specifically. But I do like the the visual style they chose to go with this instead of having it be straight up just uh, regular 2D animated. Because it makes, like, since it is, like, based off of a video game, this fits in really well with the, the animated style since it's, like, CG cel-shaded like this. So I'd say it fits really well. Um, base plot, like I said dragon takes your heart and leaves and then you end up getting a pawn which in game is a ai character who is basically just your your lap dog through the whole he, game he's your party member but they don't have like a heart so yeah. it's just like they're literally they just your yes you. men that give you bonuses and stat buffs and are just with you through the whole mm. game um the main character in the show ends up getting a pawn and the pawn uh ends up i guess gaining it ends up having like a, a, oh, I'm a character who has no empathy or sympathy for human emotions. Later in the show, I end up gaining empathy and sympathy to human emotions. It's like, it's not really hard to read how the, sh the show is going to play out at, by like episode two or whatever. But it's like, it's a fun ride throughout. Each episode is named after a different seven. Each each episode is named after a deadly sin. Um so that kind of like hones in on what that episode's theming is going to be or what's going to happen in that episode. But yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, yeah, I'd recommend it if you want to blow off an afternoon. It, it did its job, I guess, because literally right after I watched it, I was like, yeah, I'll buy Dragon's Dogma Dark Arisen on Steam for $8. So I did. After I found out you were watching, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, okay, whatever gets your interest, dude. Yeah, I liked it. Um, Honestly, it's a good game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, if you if you know about the game and you never finished it or you never bothered to play it, I'd say this is a good substitute. To be honest, I've heard. Yeah, like the, the bad things I've heard have been like nitpicky anime dweebs like shitting on it for not being the best anime ever written. And I think that's totally fine. <laughs> someone said it's a Berserk ripoff, and I'm like, that's not a bad thing. Berserk ripoff. Berserk yeah, hasn't even got. Berserk thing. may not even end. At least this game gets an ending. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Like what? Like I, I will take that. Like as a Berserk fan, I am not offended. Cool. I wish I got an end to Berserk, dude. I fucking wish. 
Yeah, and it um it was a decent one-off. Like I don't know if they would ever bother making a second season cuz like mm. how much more they could they do other than having it end literally the same fucking way. So, I mean, it if if this is a one-off, like I said, it did its job. It got me to want to check out the game or at least mm. pique my interest cuz you can still get it to this day on like Steam, like I said, PS4. It's still on Switch if you're stupid enough to buy that game for full retail $30, $40 on Switch. Um, but, <gasps> yeah. I'd recommend it. I'd say check it out. So, it's that's just, Dragon's It's interesting Dog. because it's, like, all, like, you know, uh, like, very 3D, very CGI look. Yeah. But they still resemble the anime. Oh, I love the 3D story. animes, like, coming yeah, into like Vogue, that. dude. Mm-hmm. 3D anime is so really? fucking great. I, I hope it keeps coming into vogue. Let's see. Uh, bu- 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 bu. Let's say, uh, okay, Sean, what is this Death and Request 2 thing that's that you have Ooh. us talking about this week? Going from, <laughs> anime, going from to anime, anime to anime. Anime, basically. Anime. Yeah, yeah Death and Request 2. Yeah, I just finished it. Um, It's a great, great, great game but it's also very bloody very very trigger warning like there's a lot of uh elements of abuse it's like a thriller and, type of thing uh, not not so much as a yeah i guess it could be thriller like uh, in a way um but there's very complex uh like emotional stuff that's really uh involved with the game so definite request 2 is a sequel to Death and Request, uh, the first one, obviously. Um, but fr- this follows events after one, um, about like a year or two afterwards. Oh so the series is basically about this world, this like video game world. It's basically an any sec I glorified. Um, this video game world that this woman is stuck in. You got to figure out why she's stuck in this game. And really, what's going on? How does how did things tie out? Um, basically, without spoiling too much, the video game world ends up spilling into the real world um, in some type of weird augmented reality uh, type of bug. Thus, you got to figure out what's really going on. Thus, enter my Toyama, the main character in two. She ends up killing her father about five minutes into the game. <laughs> yeah, it's what? Uh, yeah, she ends up killing her father. Yeah, she ends up killing her father mercilessly with a hatchet. Uh, ends up going. To, yeah, ends up going Hashtag into an orphanage. Daddy issues. Daddy issues. Truly, no, I mean, that, that, um, that, that, that's that's well, that's a non-issue to me. <laughs> I mean, like a, <laughs> like a non-issue to me, partner. Well, yeah, true. I guess so. Yeah, Um, she ends up going into an orphanage with no one to look after her um, to look for her sister who went to the same orphanage. Um, Little does she know this orphanage, uh, obviously, is not all that it seems. This town that she lives in now is not all that it seems. And you have to figure out where her sister is and what the hell is going on with this town. Why are people so weird? basically so, so is this a visual it's novel i mean type of game it looks like a visual novel type of game yeah so yeah at its core it is a 
visual novel, I would say. Um, it's about, I would say, like 80% reading, 20% actual gameplay. But uh, the gameplay is at is like an RPG. It's a JRPG in its in the sense. But the the mechanics of the JRPG uh, are like on a different scale that I've never seen before. You use this like pinball mechanic where you hit enemies and they knock off the wall, um, and that's how you do more damage to the enemies. So it's like a pinball type of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when you hit an enemy off the wall, or if you hit into like another uh, party member, they also do more damage, and then they just start really going off, and it, it's just crazy. It, it gets really crazy. So um, it sounds like the battle system is kind of goofy for a game that has so much blood and gore in it. Yeah, it kind of it kind of is a little goofy. Uh, the monsters are really something else. Uh, there's what what really makes this game stand out as a JRPG um, really is the <laughs> it's, just, it's ironic, but you're supposed to get uh, the bad endings, right? There's uh, I don't know how many bad endings are in this game, but in the first game there were, there were around 28 bad endings, and you're supposed to get the bad endings oh, wow. because when you get them, they they give you different items, and also they pop up as achievements on Steam. Like, oh, you did this thing, and you fucked up, and it's game over, right? Um, and all the bad endings give you way more, like, death and, like, very trigger warning. Like, I literally saw these two girls being eaten by a monster gruesomely while, like, arguing with each other about, Damn. like, who was to blame to get to this point in their life. Mm, <laughs> Why is this game so dark? <laughs> Jesus. It's, I don't like yeah, this. <laughs> <laughs> Ew, I don't like this. Not at all. Yeah, it's, it's very dark. Um, yeah, if you, I mean, I mean, yes, yeah, a big trigger warning. If you suffer with any um, uh, emotional, mental issues, uh, probably don't play this game. <laughs> but yeah, I w- wouldn't recommend it if you're murdering your dad. And you, you know, <laughs> no, I'm good. It's just, as soon as you start there, like I murdered my father at the beginning of the game. Yeah, I'm good. But the, the story, the story is really awesome. A lot of the characters are voice acted, uh, English and Japanese. Um, the gameplay is awesome. Uh, it's, it's, it, I would say it's definitely recommended for you guys to check out the first game if you're into JRPGs at all, because the battle system is so fresh. It's nothing like I've ever played before. Simply. So would someone play this if they didn't even play the first one? Like, would they be super lost? Yeah. Or? Yeah, oh yeah, you. <laughs> like yeah, yeah, you, you know be lost as shit. You'll be yeah, you'll be a little lost. Yeah, you'll be a little lost. Uh, you could come to this game into too fresh, definitely. Um, there's only so many things that just end up carrying over. But having that experience from the first game really makes the second game shine even more. So I would say yeah. So mm-hmm. could you yeah, could you get into it fresh? Yes, but. I I would personally come and recommend it from Shuriken Pizza. Play the first one. Okay. About how long was the first one? Um, the game clocks in around about twenty four to twenty eight hours, oh, depending shorter, on how you play. Yeah, it's, yes, it's like, pretty that, short. This game is eighty hours long. Oh no! Oh no! It's a short. It's, yeah, it's a short playthrough, and there's multiple ending endings in the game too. So. It so really, that 24, uh, they, 28 with the endings, like is each run. Yeah, L, L double, 
Oh, uh, double no. get the true ending, basically. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. All right, that's enough edge for me. Uh, let's see. <laughs> so, uh, we're gonna go from edge to edge with Devil May Cry oh, no. Five. Oh. Frustration get bigger. Double bang, bang, trigger. bang! Suck my, suck my big old. Uh, Anyway. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh, uh, yeah, so I've been playing DMC5 again because I missed that game. And DMC5 Special Edition got announced for PS5 this year. And I'm, ooh, I'm excited. And Xbox Series X. And just fuck off about Xbox. No one cares. You gotta say, you gotta say both. <laughs> you see, All right, it's ahead, only go Special Edition is only going to be PS5 exclusive. Because mm. Capcom is sucking Sony's fat, disgusting penis. Tiny and um, as we all know, Xbox One has nothing going on. So um, <laughs> I have no choice as a DMC fan but to buy a PS5 just so I can play DMC. I mean, I was going to going, I was going to anyway because a lot of exclusives I want. But I have to buy the game again to get Special Edition because that's the only way I can get both Virgil at launch and get all the extra stuff you get with a uh, legendary i mean not legendary but uh with special edition of, like legendary dark knight mode and stuff which are like game modes where they add like 50 fucking enemies per uh fight and stuff like that like oh, it's wow. really silly yeah it's really so silly, adding but enemies to fun. encounters in special edition yeah like so that artificial they, they difficulty start, they start, yeah they so it's shut up <laughs> if they if they started this in like dmc3 i think where um they make it so there's a game there's a difficulty where every encounter imagine like you know the normal three to four or five enemies per encounter yeah now like just triple that there you go that's the legendary dark knight mode where like you'll not not, not necessarily harder enemies because depending on where you go sometimes they're harder sometimes yeah. they're not sometimes they'll just multiply and it's just like it's more fun because the combos become crazier and you can do more damage you can get higher ranks and stuff so it's just like it's a really fun difficulty mode it makes some bosses do different uh, attacks stuff like that and you can only get that on the PS5 version because PC is not getting special edition. We're only well, getting Virgilist DLC. That's it. And you know what everyone says? Oh, you guys can just mod it in. That's not the same, you fucking bastards. That's not what I want. You could mod it, yeah. Um, yeah, I've been playing DMC5 again, and I stand by the fact that I think this is the absolute best action game ever made. Oh, Dude. yeah? I'd agree with yeah, that. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if I've ever played an action game that has given me the same level of like, um, I don't know, quality of motion. Like it's just fun. Like the action feels good and rewarding. Um, the characters are really fun and expressive. Like there's very little I can complain about when I play this game. Yeah, I I can back I can back you up on that. It's I or I'm hesitant on saying that it is the best, but it is definitely a very thrilling experience. Yeah, I, I dare you. I dare um, you. I want I, 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 I can't, though. I can't. Yeah, <laughs> that's the problem, isn't it? Okay, I'd have to like, break I out the old nope. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, you, unless you can give me um, a counter-argument, shut your mouth. It's the best one ever made, period. <laughs> the end. That's it. It's definitely a fun game that you don't have to play the other Devil May Cries to really understand the game as well. Um, or, like, what's really going on. I guess you just really need to know if... But, I mean, this is basic gamer, I mean, like, logic. Game, literally, that, like, I would... Dante... Like if I is, wanted to, I could. I would totally enjoy jumping into this shit blind and just just for the gameplay alone. But I do. I would rather. 
uh, play through the previous games because there's so much background in this. Like, Dante's actually older in this game visually. I'm just like, I need to know what all this is. So I actually would he's, not jump into this game without knowing what's, what's going on. He's first. just older. He's just an older he's dude. Did you plot synopsis at the beginning? Um, where they actually like tell you like the basic like, oh, rundown of what happened at every game. That's true. And so like yeah. you you definitely can. I mean, I would recommend playing DMC three, D- three well DMC four. one, yeah. three and four. Every game but two actually. Just play every game. And and D- don't play Definitive Edition DMC Devil May Cry whatever the fuck. Don't ever play that. That oh, game is don't. that game's not canon. So it's not. So just don't stay away from it. <laughs> I remember when they tried that. I mean, they brought stuff over from that game, which I think was really cool. But that's it. Just yeah. stay away from the game. It's they not made worth it. Time. They made it a button mash. Yeah, it's not, it's not worth your time. It's not even a button mash. It's just like not a good game. Silly. <laughs> but, the, com- uh... the combat, the combat is passable, but it's not a good game. Yeah, I do. If I could find, well, I'm pretty sure you could tell me many ways to figure that out. But I was like, I would love to play through this series um, and get and know yeah. what's going on and respect it and stuff. Because like, I love my Bayonetta. And I'm like, I would love Devil May Cry. I just never, I just never, I didn't grow up with the series, so I don't. Yeah, it's not about growing up with the series. I could get you into the series. I get you into the series in 30 minutes. I guarantee you, I can get you to play D. I can get you to play DMC uh, one, and I'll be like, okay, now you're gonna play through the entire series, and there's nothing you can do to stop me. (laughs) Yeah, I think if you're, I think if you played five and not knowing anything about Dante other than like you know, he's a cool time, dude for sure. you'll have a great time enough to the point where you'll want to you'll actually go, back. go and play yeah and play the other ones yeah yeah like legitimately or like even then like playing 3 i think 3 is the one that got me into the series 3 is the no one yeah 3 is the yeah, one yeah 3 is the one that got a lot of people into the series because like it's Dante's origin story um you know the combat is the best in that game it's like the combat was okay before and then 2 it was really bad and then, like in three, it was just like this is perfect. This is perfect combat. This is this is you, you may not like it, but this is what P performance looks like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like I wish I was joking, but like it's actually perfection. Mm-hmm. And like four was like the combat is still really good, even better, even. But the story wasn't really there. Um, it was okay, but it was like passable. It was like felt like they phoned it in. But that's just me. Yeah. Um, I feel. I feel uh, slighted for you that you have to get a whole console to play extra content in a game. Yeah, like, like I, if I was if I wasn't buying a PS5 already, I I would like be mad, right? Oh, but it's like, not like you want to yeah. get it sooner since you can't yeah. get it. But now it's like I have to get it at launch because it's the launch title, and I like have to figure out if I'm gonna be able to pre-order that shit because like no, God knows those pre-orders ran out quick as fuck. Yeah, it's basically up to That's fate true. at this point. Uh, but yes, I'm um, sorry, I'm bitter. <laughs> from one, yeah, one of, uh, before we, before we close out on DMC five, yeah. one of the things I love the most about it though is, um, other than the combat, is that uh, there's what there's that other like cutscene mode where it's like real time, uh, like people actually like doing oh, the, the cutscenes uh, in the yeah, game. Yeah, just basically acting <laughs> oh, yeah, out like, the game. The behind the scenes. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. so funny. It's yeah. so good. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. behind so the scenes good. stuff is amazing, dude. Like the part where so they do the van, the van flip has me crying. Yes. Oh my god. Like, the, the it's just like an action figure they're twirling around a toy. It's like, this is amazing. <laughs> like, you can't make this shit up, dude. Yeah. It doesn't get much better than this. It's Hashtag actually just silly. Dante for Smash. Uh, let's see. Dante for Smash. Going from one beat 'em up to another. Uh, I've been playing a lot 
a lot of this game from an indie game company uh, called Agro Crab. Uh, they're a part of uh, Team 17 Publications. Uh, this game is called Going Under. I've been playing it a lot. Uh, I got a code for it. I uh, played the demo back at like Indie Arena Booth weekend, I believe. Um, and it was fun then. And now I'm playing the game in its full entirety. And it's so clever it's so funny. The music is a bop. The gameplay is is tight. Um, the the writing is hilarious. Um, yeah, you need to check this game out. It's literally on everything. You have no excuse to play this game. Um, so this game, the game starts out with a basically what is a recruitment internet video for the company Cubicle, which is a uh, pretty much a conglomerate company that buys out other small startups pretty much like how um it was given so it opens up with kind of like a stereotypical like oh we started as like three dudes in a garage with nothing but a dream and a little bit of investment money and i then, started my company with nothing but a shit stain and a drink exactly exactly and like they take that type of like modern day startup um like stuff and they just run with it and they take it to the ground and it's so funny the whole way through um, so you're playing as, uh, Jacqueline, uh, Jacqueline Fiasco, Jackie Fiasco, and that's an amazing name, it's a great way. name. <laughs> you're playing as Jackie Fiasco. Jackie Fiasco, like, that's and, godlike. <laughs> and she, uh, gets hired on, well, she thinks she's getting hired on as a marketing, um, consultant for this company Fizzle, which is a sparkling water, uh, a sparkling water company that also doubles as a meal supplement. Uh, so it's kind of like G Fuel plus LaCroix plus some other shit. I don't know. Uh, but it's like moder- it's sparkling water. So how much more modern can you get with that shit, right? So yeah, she comes in as that marketing uh, consultant for that. And then as soon as she gets there on her first day on the job, her manager says, oh, um, so can you go and kill like goblins in the dungeon in the basement real quick? Right before we start up our, our our morning meeting at nine, it's like eight forty five. Can you do that in fifteen minutes? And she's like, I guess. So she goes into the dungeon, kills um killing monsters, and then it turns out that um her manager is telling her to find well she the her manager is telling her to defeat the bosses of these um tanked startups that are basically in the basement of this building. So there's like three different dungeons you go through. You go through one called Joblin, which is pretty much a conglomeration of all independent contractor jobs that exist right now, like Lyft, Uber, uh, Grubhub, DoorDash, uh, TaskRabbit, XYZ. There's a whole office space you're running through that's like referencing that. Um, Then there's also Winky Dink, which is a dating app, but when you message people, when you swipe and match with them, you can only text with emojis. Uh, And then there is StixCoin, which is a company that went under because they were investing in cryptocurrency that is not worth shit. So um, it is, they're they're hitting all the major buzzwords of modern day businesses. And I love it so much. Um, Joblin is perfectly themed. The music is amazing through there. Uh, The, the shops in each of the individual dungeons are really cool because they're themed so well with what, the dungeon is themed around so like the joblin dungeons shop is like a modern day coffee shop like literally go downtown go to downtown chicago or any modern day city 
and just look at the most privileged modern coffee shop you can think of, like the dude wearing the beanie with the hipster glasses and the flannel with the the very like scruffy beard. That's him. He's running the shop as a as a goblin. I, I hate looking at him every time I see him, I get tilted. <laughs> he's, he's perfectly themed. It's so bastard. good. And then um in the in Winky Dink shop, it's a bar. And there's like a sexy succubus chick, like just working the bar, and she's damn near hitting on you, uh, but she's super casual about it. And then um, in Sticks Coin, it's basically a supreme pop up shop with a skeleton named Zans, who is basically Sans with designer clothes on. Uh. I hate it. <laughs> the game is great. I fucking love this guy, game. Yeah, I remember him actually. I fucking was, love this game so much. Dude, it's so tongue in cheek, it's hilarious. It's amazing. And like the it's writing like, there's like a sweet spot of tongue in cheek that they've hit and it's so good. Mm-hmm. That the writing is just perfectly aged well with modern times. It's like if it's literally a game made it's it's a game made where everyone can play it. But it's written for us, twenty like twenty three to thirty five year olds. It's written for us. So the, the young millennial, dude, exactly literally. the young millennial existential crisis marketing game. Like that's what this game is. It's so fun. Um, I'm basically on the latter half of the game's main campaign. It's a roguelike game, so you basically go into the dungeons and you fight uh, monsters and enemies and stuff. And then when you die, you go back to the main area. And then you can get more tasks and stuff to get perks in the dungeon. You go back in. If you die, it resets. But you have one set of currency that you get passively each time you go in that uh, increases as you play. So you're not completely restarting every time. But you are pretty much starting from scratch fresh each time you go into the dungeon. Um, I enjoy it. Literally every single thing, damn near everything in the dungeon you can pick up and grab and hit your enemies with. From like office chairs to maces swords uh a pickaxe uh body pillow which actually what's is funny because the the company uh the dev team for this game has a discord and they have a horny chat in their discord and people are like yo when are you gonna make a full-size version of this body pillow and they're just like we're working on it It's like I, mean, I, I love their blatant honesty and their like stupidity. They're it's literally like, they're not just even trying to beat around. The they haven't like, asked the dev game. section. They haven't asked the dev section, and someone's like, "Yo, when is this body pillow coming out?" And then one of the uh, that one of the devs came in. They're like, "We have the HD file of that somewhere. We're working on it." And I was like, "I want that fucking <laughs> pillow." So, so I, I want it on the principle of like they admit that they know what they it's people so want funny. it. So funny. Like, usually a company would be like, yeah, we ain't gonna talk about that. The hornies don't need to be acknowledged, but they're like, nah, fuck it. Acknowledge them. Exactly. Give them what so, they want. We know the hornies are gonna want it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm playing it right now, and it's actually pretty cool. Oh, you're playing it right now, too? Yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> like, um, no, like, literally, like, right right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, I had downloaded it. Yeah. What you talking about. There's, like, over, like, <laughs> 70-something skills. They're also asking the community... What other skills should they add into the game? So they're planning on actually adding more stuff to this game as it goes on. Mm. Um, so that's really cool. I don't know if they're going to add new dungeons later on. Who knows what will happen. But uh, It looks like there was an update a couple days ago. Yeah, but uh, I got an interview with one of the devs uh, this upcut in a couple days. So that's really cool. That's how much I like this game. I want to learn. I want to know more about it. So, yeah, play Going Under. Highly recommend yeah, it. Good game. 
I'm yeah, gonna play it myself yeah, soon. Really I'm gonna get it on PC. I just have some new games this week to play, like this guy. Yeah, but like Jerome, even like on Twitter, their their Twitter presence is great because someone made a mashup with like one of the dungeon songs with a uh, freaking uh, what's what song was it? Um, oh, what a uh, sickle mode! Dude. Yeah, it so I made a sickle so mode mix. Oh my god! <laughs> so I made a sickle mode. It was actually really good. Like I, I'm not. It's it got to the point where like when I heard sickle mode, I was like, please play that version. Please give me the fucking give me the going under version, please. But <laughs> uh, yeah, really good game. Highly recommend it. Uh, probably one of my honestly, it's probably my favorite indie of the year. Uh, for sure. So yeah. Yeah, honestly, it seems like even without playing it already, like I feel like it probably deserves it. Yeah, that's like one of those sleeper hit indies that popped up. That's like actually has its own legs. It's standing up there with Hades, um, which I haven't played yet. Oh yeah, that's dude. There's so many good role likes out right now that yeah, I want to play. It's standing up there with Hades in terms Hades. of uh, games that everyone I would suggest checking out. And like everyone Darks who's played it, they said good stuff about it. Uh, anyway, we're gonna go back to anime for a second. Uh, tell us anime. about tell us about Talentless Nana. Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. So it's available on Funimation. Ooh. I'll put that out there right now. It's available on Funimation. I do like I do like Funimation. Uh, Talentless Nana starts off exactly like My Hero Academia, oh. but if you look in the genre description, <laughs> the first thing that you'll see is horror. Oh, and I'll hmm. just basically hmm. tell you enough about the show. <laughs> um, I'm, I, I, that scares me a little bit, actually. Yeah, so, so it's like, very... So I'm guessing it, Nana it, is the Deku in the situation. No. No, okay. Kind of. I don't know what's going on then. Yeah. yeah, a little bit, yes. A little bit, yes. Well, um, what, part, what part of My Hero Academia does it, like, emulate? Like you... It seems like so, a lot like, of kids in this class the characters. Yeah, there's powers, there's a lot of superheroes, they gotta fight evil, basically. Um, this evil organization called the Enemies of Humanity. Very generic. Yes. Um, <laughs> but what's cool is that, like, yeah, they even, their, like, school uniforms even resemble slightly the, the My Asian Hero Academia. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the main character's hair is green. Like he he comes off as very like oh I don't have a, any ability, um I'm pretty boring. I'm a normie. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and everybody's picking on him because he doesn't have an ability, um and he ends up meeting this girl Nana, who uh who can read people's minds. Hmm. Um. So I mean that's basically the first episode. They're looking for like a student council, uh person. And Nana recommends uh, want to be Deku, but Nana basically isn't all that she seems. Hmm. Um, it's I think it's an anime to look out for uh, this season, especially with the whole like October spooky vibes going on. Gotcha. Um, the trailer is definitely leading on a lot more than uh, than what it appears to be. Hmm. <laughs> so wait, is it out yet? Yeah, it's, it's out. The first right episode now. is out on funimation um it's really it's really interesting like especially the animation style it kind of resembles somewhat of like my hero academia a little bit but i think it's even more interesting that it is like a superhero horror yeah like taking a type of anime type of genre that we already have already yeah that a very uh 
saturated genre i would say it like right now especially nowadays yeah. the superhero genres yeah. everywhere so you can't just be a superhero and then not have a type of spin on it this is the spin on it this might be the anime to look out for the season okay. uh, in my opinion so you i mean if you guys you know follow the anime uh fandoms definitely don't miss out on talentless nana Cool. 100%. Nah, 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 nah. Keep an eye out on that <laughs> one. Uh, let's see. And then the last thing on the docket for today is a show that me and Jerome can uh, vouch for. It is Glitch Text on Netflix. Glitch uh, oh. They got to do. They got to take. They got to Glitch Text. I really love this show. It's, it's so fucking good. It's so good. Like. I'm glad that I saw it. it. That's like something I rarely say beyond like, oh, it was cool, I guess. Like, it's, there's no, there's nothing like that. I mean, like, I'm ha- so happy I saw it. I'm upset I didn't see it sooner. Like, I don't understand how I missed out on this for so long. It's, it's just good. It's well animated. It's got kooky characters. The dialogue is so corny, it becomes funny. Like, it's like, at first I'm like, oh, cringy gamer talk. And then it's like, oh, that's actually kind of funny. Please shut up. But that's also kind of funny. Uh, yeah, it's like you yeah. can tell the show is made by uh, people, like I said, uh, made this for kids, just... but it has plenty of undertones where it's like the millennials can watch it and be happy with it. Mm. Yeah. Um, How many episodes are there right now? So the first season, I think, has 10 to 12 episodes. Second season, which mm. dropped unexpectedly in August Ooh. of this year. Um, has 10 episodes and I say unexpectedly because this show is developed by Nickelodeon but published on Netflix so yeah well, they're not this it's isn't not a, on this, TV not, it's a Nickelodeon and they're show letting you TV. they're giving you the whole thing they just yeah. like binge this and it's like it's so good like if rise of the TMT rise of the TMNT gets this I wouldn't be so happy yeah this is basically I want this kind of treatment it's so fucking good yeah it's pretty much proof that um Nickelodeon should just let because it seems like Cartoon Network is just giving all their shit to HBO Max Nickelodeon should just give all their new shit to Netflix and just let people binge their shows Um, because that seems like the direction cartoons are going kind of in this day and age and all of us who love animation all of us who want to support animators but don't want to watch things as they air on television because who the fuck has cable anymore this is the way to do it what like Okay, cool. The week-to-week suspense shit is, like, fine if you're two years old or living in 1995. But it's 2020. We know we can get all this shit at once. Just give it to us all at once. Exactly. You, we'll pay you for it. I, I That's why I don't like that the, the boys are doing, like, a weekly drop thing. It's like, give it to me every week. They're doing it so more people will subscribe to Amazon for longer, and it's dumb. Like, just, I don't care about your fucking bottom line. Give me my fucking TV show. Mm-hmm. Let me consume product, you piece of shit. Yeah, Glitch Sex is really good. Uh, so oh, we haven't even actually said what the hell this show is. So, um, if you oh, we don't, haven't actually done any description. If you don't oh know God. what Glitch Text is, one, Wait, you, just add it to your queue. Again? No, no, we're good. I think we're good on that. We got the section oh I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> but um, so imagine basically. So Glitch Text is pretty much what I'd say is a show that if I was a kid, I would eat up because. Um, imagine if your game console glitches, 
But then uh, pretty much the whatever thing glitched in your game, it just becomes real life. So if you're playing like... Hold on, hold on. Before you go any further, I'm going to make it really simple for everyone out there. Yeah. Ghostbusters, but video game. Yeah, that's, that's oh, the perfect way to say it. Oh, okay. That's the perfect way to say it. but video game. That's yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, that's yeah. literally cool. the show. That's and it's cool it. because like it, it appeals to kids because like all kids know what video games are. Even if you're just like a cell phone gamer, all kids know what video games are. You know, there's they no actually like reference like, cell phone games actually like yeah, blatantly like very yeah, one, hard. one of the first few episodes is literally like the main characters fighting their sister's favorite cell phone game, which is like a Tetris knockoff. <laughs> yeah, sure. yeah. And, like, <laughs> and it's like it's fine because it's not like you know, it's not like uh, what are the world? Uh, what's the word? Um, I don't know what the word is. I don't know. It's like the show doesn't. Um, the show is handled really well. Like you can tell, like the animators and the writers and stuff are all p- people who grew up with video games. Like they know their stuff. There's references to straight up genres. Um, like there was a whole. I think episode three or four was a straight up just Castlevania episode, and it was handled oh very God. well. Like I, I remember I was watching the episode with some friends recently who's never seen the show, and they got hooked because the first episode is like 50 minutes long because it's just like a pilot episode. Because if it doesn't hook you within that first 50 minutes, it doesn't have you, period. But if you can get to the Castlevania episode, like, apparently, like, there was, there's a uh, there's a scene or there's something in Castlevania where the castle flips upside down, and that's referenced in the show. And I didn't know that was a thing. I thought that was just a thing in the show. And they're like, oh, no, that happens in game. And I was like, oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know it's, that. It's so good, it's, dude. I yeah, fucking yeah. love it. And then um, even there's a, also an episode where... Like, there's, like, a Five Nights at Freddy's episode at some point. That one was so good. It was so goofy, too, because it's, like, it plays with my favorite trope of, I hate animatronics. I'm actually, like, legitimately terrified of animatronics. I always hated Chuck E. Cheese's. That's at good least, to like, know. At least when you go to Chuck E. Cheese and you go to the back room, I always hated going to the area with the stage. I would just play video games the whole time, right? Mm-hmm. Because, like, the one thing I hate it is when they would repeat the same line because they're not they're not working right, right? So, like, what <laughs> Like when they glitch like that, it's like, oh no! And so, like, the main antagonist of this fucking episode is literally an animatronic screaming, "I will smash your Hector!" It's like distorted. <laughs> oh, it's just it's uncanny valley, but like not so. F- it's goofy enough looking where mm-hmm. you're not like creeped out like an actual Five Nights. And but there's also like other gaming tropes in the show too. Like they end up getting mounts, and like. Uh, Miko, no. one of the main protags, ends up getting basically what is a chocobo or kazooie from Magic. Uh, literally, it's, it's, a, it's, a chocobo. it's a chocobo. It's, it's a chocobo. chocobo yeah. it's, a, it's a small chocobo that can turn into a phoenix. And yeah. it's like, it's cool as fuck, but also and like, like... all of the characters oh. end up getting touched on. Like characters who... And it does that thing that I love where characters that were background characters the first early episodes, because you didn't know them, they end up becoming common characters and you know them by like the end of the series. Um, your main, you're, you could be like, oh, I like this main character the most, and then you're like, I like this side character more than any of the main characters combined. Yeah. And like the main antagonist of the show is basically like a character who actually used to be one of five, like High Fives, which is one of the main protags. One of his like, uh, one of his idols. Um, he's just an asshole. He's just an asshole he's, gamer. He's, he's ninja. He he's, he's, oh, he's ninja. He's, he's, black, he's, a black ninja. he's a black. He's a black British ninja. I wish I was joking. I wish that was there was a better way to describe it. That's what he is. He's black yeah, British ninja. His name is he Mitch takes gaming Williams. too seriously. So he shit good. talks everybody else. The end. Yeah. Black British ninja. I love it. 
Um, I could go on for a minute about Glitch Text because the show is so damn good. If you play video games, watch the show. That's all I got to say. Add it to yeah, your honestly, Watch the first episode. Give it 50 minutes of your time and you will want to keep watching it. At least, at the very least, watch the first episode and then skip the first. They're not the con- yeah. the continuity isn't that tight. If you watch the first episode and then you watch the episode where they reference Castlevania, and if you like Castlevania, you're guaranteed to be in love with the show. It yeah. just gives oh, you something. Uh, it also the, the amount of reference is there, and I love it. It also does the thing that modern cartoons do, where it's like episode by episode, you can watch each one individually, but there are some little nuggets of like underlying plot that are planted throughout the show. And as there's still some elements of the thing that I still that I still don't know, and I've seen the whole series, like so that means they're keeping it open. Continuity. They're keeping it open for a third season, and I love that because I do want more of the show. And there's still plenty of stuff they could touch on. So anyway, I could go on to Glitch Text for a while. You guys did a great job with the show. Please watch Glitch Text. Anyway, yeah, please, 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 please. Yes. Also, put me on your show. 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 <laughs> you said put yeah, me I on do your voice show. acting. I have an amazing voice. I could do all kinds of stuff. I could do thrifty shit. I could do loud shit. You but better please. hit up the creators on Twitter and join us. Help me, please. Anyway, Let me be- oh my god, that is right now. our episode for this episode of Binge Blast. That's it. that was a pretty good returning episode. We can uh, uh we, we had a lot of content. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shoo. Oh, yeah, yeah <laughs> Luna's. If you want to come over and play some VR Five Nights at Freddy's, like oh, totally can. You wish. <laughs> you wish. Five Nights at Freddy's in VR. <laughs> Markiplier played every single one, and then he played the the VR version. He reset. He literally acted (laughs) like he's never played the series before. He was terrified. Yes. When I tell you you that I played every Five Nights at Freddy's up to three, and I played the third one, I was like, I can't do this anymore. And then I played the fourth one, and I literally was like, I'm never playing another horror game like this ever again. I just, I can't do it. VR, come on, man. I beat the first three, and then I got to the fourth one. I was like, "How do people beat this?" And they keep there's one coming out on PS next gen too, PS5. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I don't want to. I don't want anything to do with this. Just let it in. That was good though. That was a good episode. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for having me again. Sure. Um, Yeah, let's let's do the wrap up. Uh, Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Binge Blast Podcast, the show we talk about what we've been watching, listening, playing reading everything and taking media for the last couple weeks, days, whatever amount of time. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, Sean, it's time to hashtag shameless plug yourself. Let people know where they can find you, follow you, all that good stuff. Yeah, 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 yes, yes, yes. You can find the feed from Geek Mountain on every major social media platform other than, I mean, TikTok. Uh, on Instagram, we are the feed from Geek Mountain as well as on Facebook. On Twitter, we are TFF Geek Mountain because someone already took Geek Mountain. Mm-hmm. Um, and as always, you can find me, Shuri Kapisa, on Twitch as well as Twitter. Yeah. And then, Jerome, also, where can people find you? Find me on Twitter at Lunis Mechwurst. Um, I'm a goofy guy, so I probably won't be doing anything soon, but I have things in the works it's gonna take a while i got uh, some mental health things to work on but just be on the lookout for my actual real content and i'm going to try to get back into streaming soon too you can follow me on uh twitch at rkt lunas um yeah yeah that's pretty much it i have nothing else yes sir uh give me the uh, give me the voice mod version of that the, the uh, yes, gentlemen. Sir. Yes, uh, gentlemen. Um, the yes, sir. 
Oh my goodness. Yes, yes sir. sir. Uh, yours is in space. <laughs> All right. You guys have a good one. Thank you so much for listening. Catch you on the next episode. Bye. 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 <laughs>